Welcome to Storied Seattle, conversations about Seattle's central area, covering what made it special and how it's changed over time in personal terms. Tremendous change inevitably comes freighted with both good and bad. This series will explore the stories of those who have and continue to experience change in central Seattle. My name is Madeline Crowley, and this is Storied Seattle. Elmer Dixon, at 17 years old, was a Black Panther leader. He has lived in the area for many years and now is an executive with a diversity consulting firm. So having grown up here and seeing how the city has changed, and this neighborhood in particular, how does that feel to you? How do you, how do you see that? It's like a mourning. It's like a loss. It's like someone's died. You know, when we were kids growing up here in Madrona, we could go out on a Saturday morning. And, of course, the the park was full of all kinds of kids. And uh, go over to Madrona Street, and there was a black barber shop. There was the the Dowell House, which was run by a white woman by the name of Marty, who um, hired me in my first <laughs> job outside of my paper route. Across the street from her was a little uh, record store owned by a black woman where we could buy our, our records and tapes. If you went up to 34th and Cherry, there was a soda jerk joint where you could get you know, sodas mixed and, and jars of candy black guy that ran that business. There was Brenner Brothers Bakery down on Cherry and uh, Empire Way, as, as it was known back then, Jewish bakery. We went and got Jewish goods. And then back up on 34th, we'd go. There was the laundromat, which is still there. But next door to the laundromat was a uh, little bakery called the Swedish Bakery. So there was a Swedish family in there at uh, home. And then Joe's little supermarket, uh, Joe and May were Chinese immigrants, you know, it was it was a collection of uh, of all kind of people within the heart of this black community. It was seventy percent black, but you had all these other folks that were still living there: Chinese, Japanese, Jewish, gay, straight. You know, it was a collection of all of these different populations living together in harmony in the black community. The community was not overrun with drugs, which was a deliberate attempt to drive people out, and and so. Our community has been decimated. The influx of uh, wealthier whites who have gentrified and are changing the dynamic and the and the and the makeup of our neighborhood because blacks have been forced out. It's like a wake every time I come into the CD and and look around to see who's left. It's like a loss of identity. It's a loss of pride. Um, so that's how it feels. But, you know, I, my roots will always be here, and I will continue to work here. I have a business that's based here. I'm, I'm moving my residence because my wife has an illness and she needs a warmer climate. But I will stay connected to the city and connected to my community because um, I have that, that pride in, in Seattle. And, this, you know, not only black folks here, but progressive whites here, uh, Asians, Latinos, and, and I'll always have that connection. A 
big thanks to Four Culture, Awesome Foundation Seattle, Hollow Earth Radio, and Jack Straw Cultural Center for their support and help. I'd also like to thank Corey Blaustein, our great executive producer, and Daniel Gunther, our amazing editor. This could and would not exist without them. Also thanks to Levi Fuller, Jonas Gedehun, Michael Main, and Melissa Takai for their early input. You can find the magical Evan Flory Barnes, who created the music, on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm Madeline Crowley, and I thank you for taking the time to listen to Storied Seattle.